0: Everybody, welcome to the Wednesday episode of the Chad Prather Show. As always, on Mondays and Wednesdays, we're going to give you the news. We're going to talk about topics and headlines, some that are important, some that are absolutely not. And I will probably turn into an angry white man at some point in time in this episode. I apologize. Someone told me on Monday, Hot News Natalie, that I need to really calm down because I'm going to blow a gasket and have a stroke. And I'm like, well, as long as liberals are being idiots, I'm going to keep calling them out. And they're going, I'm just going to keep on losing my mind because the stuff that, that there's coming across. See, like, I did you know that Americans are more stressed? A statistic just came out this past week. Americans are more stressed than anybody else on the globe. The stress levels in places like Afghanistan and Iran are lower hmm. than they are in America. You know why? Because of 24-7 news cycles and social media. We are constantly, our kids are more stressed than kids anywhere else in the world because we're being bombarded. And we're being told things like, because of climate change, the world's going to end in 10 years. It's <laughs> stupid. We're worrying ourselves to death.
1: Sky's falling.
0: So people don't understand that I, this is my therapy to come in here and just talk about the empty headedness, which is the crazy lunatic left uh, and I'll call out conservatives, too. I'll call it. And I, I did that on Twitter yesterday. Caught some heat for that, for calling out conservatives, where I said that if you are a conservative voice and you're going out and you're getting into candidates, Democratic candidates faces in public places, you're part of the problem. You are know, better than the liberals who are shouting people out of restaurants, you know. They're like no we've been nice too long i'm not telling you to be nice i'm telling you to have civil discourse i'm telling you to be have forceful discourse putting your finger in somebody's face that's not how it needs to go if you hear a little crumble and a little (laughs) clatter every now and then it's because we're in the sweltering hot studio 22 here mercury one studios and we have finally built a swamp cooler which is over my shoulder right here and the ice is melting as the fan blows it through a styrofoam cooler into the room. Somebody also told me on Monday, because I re- released a truck video, which I wasn't in the truck because I still don't have my truck back, Road Armor. I was um, I I was in Jade's uh, SUV crossover, mm-hmm. whatever that thing is. And I did the video, put Willie in the back. And somebody said, see, I like you here. I don't like, I love you in the truck. I don't like you in the studio where you're trying to be all celebrity and famous. I like it when you're like a real everyday person. Party time, mom. And I'm telling you what. I have never received a dime for sitting in the truck. It's good to have a job and be a professional.
2: <laughs> but you know what? No matter where you are, I feel like you are a real everyday
0: person. I am. You posted a picture of me on Instagram doing my my pose yeah. with my legs up in the air and all that stuff. You never know what you're going to get. And I'm telling everybody, you got to go to YouTube and watch the show. You got to go where podcasts are offered, download, subscribe. And I, I tell people, I tell people all the time, I'm like, look, if you can watch Kimmel every night. I watched Kimmel last night. I watched Kimmel for five minutes last night. Uh, and it was only because it had Josh Brolin on there, and mm-hmm. he, I think he's a pretty cool dude. Um, I I watched uh, Fallon for about five minutes. Every now and then, about once every six months, I have to click on, and I got home late last night from getting some new tattoo ink work done, and uh, I was hungry, so I had made myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and the rest is history. <laughs> but if you can watch those late shows every night, you can watch the Chad Prather Show four times a week. It's real simple and quick and easy. Hot news, Natalie. I don't, feel, I
2: don't feel like you need to calm down because do that's a way for you to actually release that internal dialogue that is going through your head constantly that yeah. I I think probably costs you sleep.
0: Yeah. See, my buddy John Burke, <laughs> I was talking to him the other day at the Blexit rally, and he said, uh, you, you know, I said, well, we're doing four episodes a week, which is a lot. I, I give it to you. It's a lot mm-hmm. going from one episode a week to four and people say, well, I like, you you, look, we've always done the podcast. Just now you can see them, okay? And you still have the choice to not watch them, although I hope that you do. Right. And I hope you like them. I hope you share them. I hope you go and give us a rating and review and all those good things. Only five stars, please. Now, if I, he said, he said but it's, you have to force it to, you know, to do that many. And I'm like, no, I don't. I'm this much energy all the mm-hmm. time. Excited. And I haven't even had, I had a little caffeine this morning. Just a little, just a little, just a little pinch in my coffee. You know just what I mean? Just a little fix. Yeah. You doing good? I am fantastic. You know who looks amazing in the studio today? Party foul, Steve. Look at him Look over how there every, he day. Is. every day. Shout out to my buddy Craig Miller and his team for everyone who said I couldn't. If you uh, want to get a good podcast on how to motivate yourself, go to the Fusick Podcast. Uh, good boys over there. People always see me wearing the Fusick stuff. They'll stop me in the street and and uh, this morning Steve said, "Does this really stand for F everyone who said I couldn't?" <laughs> oh. And I said, "No, it means for everyone who said I couldn't." Now if I'd come up with it, I might have gone that way and of course my best friend on the planet and my lovely assistant over here i gotta give you a different nickname allison because i can't because because jade's lovely wife jade you can't be lovely assistant although we have forever called you second wife this is true (laughs) yeah you've always you've always been second wife. let
2: the rumors fly
0: yeah i I mean you know i've always had first wife second wife third wife i have i have women that keep Uh, my life straight
3: what third wife I'm just
0: there's no. no more third wife, I don't think. I'm <laughs> third know. wife. Steve's road wife. Oh,
1: yeah, I'm road wife. It's
0: a series of wives. And, of course, Puppet Master Mark sitting at the helm over here. We're six minutes into this program. I want to get to a headline because there's all kind of things to talk about. First thing I want to talk to you about, and we're just going to allude to this uh, because I don't want this to be a heavy episode. Uh, yesterday, the big news was, of course, the people of Venezuela are rising up trying to defend their constitution, which was mm-hmm. passed and ratified in 1999, has not been honored because of... Nicolas Maduro, who is his regime, who is a dictator there, a socialist dictator. People have been eating out of trash cans, out of the back of garbage trucks, killing their dogs, trying to eat them. Folks, if you want to know what um, what life under socialism truly looks like, look at Venezuela. Once the third largest economy on the planet, the largest oil reserves in all of the world, and it is falling apart. So. Uh, Godspeed and best wishes thoughts and prayers of those folks down there mm-hmm. who are trying to take their country back and <clears throat> you know you have Cuba who's coming and getting involved listen if, if Cuba is coming to your defense you ought to know you got a darn problem right so if you got you got a communist socialist country like Cuba coming in which has lived under dictatorship for years and years since the 50s then you know you got a problem. And, uh, and two, if Russia's backing it all, you got an even bigger problem. So stay out of our hemisphere, Russia. We don't want anything to do with you. We're not Russians. We're not Russian bots. We're not Russian voters. We're not aligned with Putin, and we're not colluding with the USSR. Back in the USSR. little reference to Paul McCartney. What else you got going on?
2: Well, since you said Russia, uh-huh. I wasn't going to bring this one up, but they Let's found a, a a little, not little, a beluga whale. A whale? Yeah, uh, uh Norway. Mm -hmm. He just rolled up on a on a boat and wanted to be fed. But I guess he had something strapped to him, uh, to his his body.
0: Yeah. So if you're using
2: Russian spying or
0: (laughs) if you're using. So, first of all, I've been to Russia a few times. It's third world country. For years through the Cold War, all they did was they spent their money on military might. They they didn't spend it on their people. They didn't spend it on their infrastructure. Then I mean, there was a, there, we, we used to joke about it back in the early '90s when we were in Moscow. And we would say you don't want to light a cigarette close to the Volga River because it might ignite. I mean, it was just it was just a chemical dump. So uh, beautiful people in Russia. There really are beautiful people in mm. Russia. Um, I've seen Paulina Poroskova. and and ar, ar, I've been to the Moscow Circus. Ar, um, but. It's a third world country over there. So if you're using whales to spy, that's interesting. It's intriguing to train a whale with a with a sonar, a sensor or whatever, to go up and, and get on the boat. Well, marine up experts the are, boat. do
2: believe that this whale was trained. Of course it was trained. By the Russian military. Impressive. It, it, well, if you've seen the video, it's, it's rather cute. It almost is like a pet. It comes up <laughs> to the boat expecting to be fed yeah. <laughs> because that's Sounds
1: how... Like he went rogue. Yeah.
2: yeah, he broke out and...
3: Mm. Kudos to... Harness said equipment of St. Petersburg, so if you're going to be a spy, you might need to be a little sneakier.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I try to send in things that are covert, not a freaking whale. But hey, kudos <laughs> to the KGB for training a whale to go out there and brush up against boats and get uh, information, so.
2: This whale was so trained it would take a selfie with you. It was like, smile! I mean, that's, that's how much it was up on that boat. Just. Yeah,
0: and the Norwegian Army was so untrained that they were doing it. <laughs> I don't even know what army it was, but I heard it in the news. Anyway, what else we got? Uh, What's happening? Yeah. Things are happening, man. Ye- the world goes on.
2: Yes. I, there was one <clears throat> that I thought was interesting. There was a father found guilty for misuse of daughter's pronouns.
0: Explain that to me. Because he was, he basically just, she wanted to be something and he w- said she was something else.
2: Well, it it says that the Supreme Court of British Columbia, Canada. Shout out. <laughs>
0: Allison Canadian, <laughs> Canadian so. There yeah. we go. All right, yeah. what do we got? Maple leaf in the house. <laughs> I there should like
2: I should like can not uh, yes, Allison read this. Um, anyway, declared a father guilty of an in quote family violence against his 14-year-old daughter on the sole basis that he had engaged in expressions of rejection of her gender identity. These expressions revolved entirely around his polite refusal to refer to his daughter as a boy in private and his steady choice to affirm she is a girl in
0: public. Well, you know, I have friends uh, who have um, transgender kids, right?
2: I, I do as well.
0: So it's hard when you refer to them Mm -hmm. to like, I have friends who have a biological female daughter that identifies as a boy that goes by the boy's name. And honestly, to this day, I can't tell you what her given female name was. I only know Mm -hmm. her by the boy's name, but see, I just did it right there. I called her a her because, Mm -hmm. um, and I've heard him, the father even do that because you can't just retrain your brain Mm -hmm. in that way. I mean, yes, you try to be as polite and, and understanding and things mm-hmm. like that, and uh, we're not going to get in the whole issue of how you get around that, prevent that, or anything else. But, and I'm talking about transgenderism. Just, it, I'm just saying that's that's innocuous.
1: So, do you tip your hat or not? That's always my question.
0: I've started tipping my hat to everybody, okay. basically. Just, mm-hmm. just <laughs> you just don't know. I'm like, <laughs> or, or or depending on where you are, just tip your hat to no one. You know, that way, because some people are offended by that. That's true. But I'm going to do it. So, you know, I always take my hat off and I'm greeting a, a lady or whatever. But, you know, uh, especially now that I have this finely coiffed hair. Yeah. Ah. So beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. Quaff. It's Revlon. Yes, it's what Pantene. It Quaff. Pantene. Quaff. I got to tell you all some stories about being on the road with Steve and you use words he don't know. And, I and it's funny as he realizes.
2: I'm just, I'm confused as the father being found guilty. Of family violence,
0: well, I don't. I mean, that's ludicrous, right? That's ludicrous. But it's that's, also Canada.
3: Hey, hey, hey!
0: It's also Canada. Well, you don't know what you have no idea what biological sex Justin Trudeau is. Oh boy, well, here yeah, we go. <laughs> and, and by the way, you're talking about a country that has now come out with a commemorative coin. Canada has come out with a commemorative coin that has that has the depiction of two men kissing each other on a coin, to be, in order to show their you know understanding for diversity and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Have you ever seen a coin anywhere on the planet? Now I may be wrong. I don't know. Have you seen it with a man and a woman someone kissing? kissing? I haven't. No. Why do you need to have a person kissing on a coin? I don't. I don't want to see Pete Buttigieg of Indiana kissing his boyfriend on the on the platform. I don't want to see Donald Trump kissing Melania. That's just gross. And it makes me jealous. I don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to see Mike Pence kissing Karen. I don't want to see any of that stuff. That might,
1: I, might be better than having a picture of their president crying. On a coin.
0: Or sitting there prime with minister, prime minister, sorry. sitting there with his knees together. Yes. You know? Yeah. Anyway, I, this Canada, so who knows? But it's coming to, it's coming to a, a community near you. It is. It's coming to a community near you. I would have no problem if you interchanged British Columbia with uh, Hollywood, California. Mm, it, absolutely. It would, of course, it would be the same way. Same way. New York would be the same way. I love something, and we didn't allude to this on Monday, and we should have. Did you see over the weekend where John Hickenlooper, who's a uh, former Colorado governor that's running for... Uh, president, these people, and and he was giving a speech and he was referring to the GDP. And of course, we have an incredible GDP under Donald Trump. It's phenomenal. I mean, you can't argue mm-hmm. with the numbers. Here's the thing. If the economy stays the way that it is right now and the and the Democratic field is what it is going into 2020, when we hit that election time, if the economy still as strong as it is right now, Donald Trump wins in 2020, hands down, no question about it, because people are prospering under Donald Trump. I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you say. People are prospering under, t- and I love everybody that wants to get on this podcast and they want to comment under the thing. So you, you dumpers, drumpfers, and whatever you want to call us, you're living in the best America you've lived in economically. I'm sorry, this generation, you have this incredible GDP that is growing, and most of you who want to talk about how bad Trump is don't know what GDP is. So you should vote <laughs> for John Hickenlooper, but he said, I don't know what it is. He's talking about it. What did he call it? He saw today, he's uh, all
2: demographic.
0: Uh, no, uh, yeah, Gross a demographic, demographic product. product.
2: Right. Uh, uh, ah. Do you think maybe he just you know he's nervous and no, just, no? okay you don't even give him I mean,
0: that. I mean it's just like when um uh um what's the former president uh, the former governor of states <laughs> Perry whenever Perry was was talking about the three. Uh, government offices need to be shut down, like the Secretary, you exactly. know, edu- Department of Education and blah, blah, blah. And so he was back when he was, and then he forgot the ones that he meant to talk about. What's funny is now he's Secretary of Educa- well, he was, wasn't he Secretary of Energy? Yeah, that Energy was right. one of that them. Right. Secretary of Energy, Ener- the Department of Energy was one that needed to be shut down. And now he's the Secretary of Energy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's helping it. That's so, almost
0: like Trump joke right there. I can't
2: beat it, so I join it. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, but I mean, come on. If you're going to get on the debate stage, you're going to get up and give a town hall or something like that or a speech. Yeah. You need to know what you're talking about or don't say those things.
2: Well, but, I, G- I find, okay, so I'm going to push back a little bit because obviously Hickenlooper isn't my – my dude, but I will say I have been nervous and I've said stuff that, you know, I'm like, what did I say?
0: Oh, crap. Well, sure. We've all done. So that I bit. wonder,
2: I just wondered but like if he, that was but like, the case. He,
0: he did not know. And he admitted he didn't, he didn't okay, know. Okay. Okay. And he so, didn't know what GDP stood he for. What, he didn't correct himself.
1: Yeah. But did he know what it, what it is? No. Okay. Obviously knowing not. the def. Uh, this what is the GDP same, stands for me, right. what it like, is. To me, like I'll call
0: out George W. Bush back when they asked, they kind of quizzed him on mm-hmm. who the president of Mexico was, and he didn't know. It was Vicente Fox. Vicente Fox. So, you know, he didn't know. He's like, well, I'll figure that out. I'll find out. You know, and you're running for president, dude. Leader of the free world. GDP. It's one of the most important numbers we have in the United States. Gross domestic product, yes. folks. It's what yes. we're making and shipping out. So, you know, things that we're making money off of. And uh, it's growing, growing, growing. So anyway, John Hickenlooper doesn't have a shot in hell at being the Democratic. You know, you know who else doesn't have a shot in hell? Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders doesn't. You know why? Because the DNC hates him. the The Democratic National Committee would rather convention would rather have would rather have Donald Trump than Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. That's that's the thing. And like, I don't care for Bernie Breadline Sanders, and I don't care about his socialist policies because he's a windbag and he's just promising everything that he can't follow up on. Let me tell you something. They'd still rather have him. That's why they. That's why they ousted him and took the uh, Democratic um, um, the, during the primaries. That's why they took the candidacy away from him, him having any chances of getting, and gave it to Hillary Clinton because it was bought and paid for. Mm-hmm. They don't want him. They don't want him. Trump, tra- Bernie Sanders can't win. You know who else can't win? Joe Biden. I've changed my mind. I used to say Joe Biden and, and, really? and Kamala Harris were going to be on the ticket. Nope, won't be Joe Biden. Can Can I pipe in? Yep.
2: So I, I have noticed that since, of course, we all. Knew he was going to eventually put his hat in the in, into the race. I feel like, and I I watch a lot of news with you whenever I can. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the other candidates aren't there right now. Because yeah. I think the media knows that Biden is the best opportunity for He's a win. He's the best
0: opportunity that could beat Trump.
2: That could beat Trump at this point. And so, I, I mean, I haven't heard a lot from Kamala. I haven't heard a lot, you know, from I've seen a little bit about Buttigieg.
0: But the left will. So the left is going to demolish Biden because he's not left enough. He's coming out. I saw a speech the other day. Uh, good speech, but boring. There was no life to it. Right. It was a good speech. Great speech about how America needs to be powerful. It needs to be great. needs to be all these things. It was a Trump speech. I mean, Trump mm-hmm. could have given that same speech verbatim and it would have been the same thing. But the left is not going to allow that. See, I've said all along, if you want to have a true Democratic candidate that can compete and could beat Trump, you need to have one that comes out who's just like Trump. Because I've told you over and over again, remember, folks, this is the Chad Prather School of polit- Politics. Donald Trump is not a far right-leaning person. He's not. He's a middle-of-the-road moderate. If anything, he's he's just left of center. Sorry. The reason he looks so far right is because the left's gone so far left. <laughs> And, and Trump was smart in doing that. But see, Biden being kind of trying to look like he's got common sense is not going to be good enough for them because they're trying to out fanaticize each other.
2: But but will the media
0: eventually the media is going to have to they're going to they're going to choose whichever way the crowd's going. And I'm and I'm sorry, these social justice warriors that are out there, Antifa, all these folks, they don't want they don't want Joe Biden. They want they give me give me straight now. I, I've told you before, I don't mind a good Democrat. I don't mind a good liberal. Mm -hmm. I I don't mind a a good classical liberal. In fact, I see myself almost as a classical liberal. Mm -hmm. So what you got to do these days, that's a far right conservative. Mm -hmm. Okay, JFK liberal would be considered a far right conservative. These -hmm. folks that are out there, they want domination. They do not want equality. I've said this over and over again about all these different persuasions, these different communities. Look at this transgender girl. who they're, they're going to bring him up on charges. The reason they're bringing this father up on charges over him using the wrong pronoun is because they don't want equality. They want control. They want If they can put you in jail, that means they have control. They have the authority. And so all of these groups that are coming along claiming that they need equality and they need this and they need this right and they need all these things. No, 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 no. You think Ocasio-Cortez wants everybody to be equal? Absolutely not. There will be the ruling class and there will be the working class and that is... Is what socialism entails. Same with Bernie Sanders. And those folks want that. So when Joe Biden comes out there and speaks the rhetoric of a classical liberal, hell no, Mark. It ain't going to happen. It just ain't going to happen. The guy's too middle of the road. So he just peaked. One week into his candidacy, he peaked. <laughs> He's out. He's already out. Sweet Lord. yeah, It's going to be Hillary Clinton. Stay tuned, folks. Hillary Clinton's coming back out. You're like, oh, well, she already said she wasn't going to run. Yeah, you know what else she's lied about? <laughs> she's lied about a few things. You know, she's, I mean, it's, its she, watch and see. It'll be one of those, oh, the country needs me. Please run. Please run. Nothing would please me more than to see Hillary Clinton lose yet again. And to watch these long-faced, crying college students going, no, screaming at the sky because they get four more years of Trump. I can't wait to see you
2: fools. <laughs> So Clinton, I hadn't.
0: Oh, watch even, and see. Really? Hang on. Hang on and watch. Huh. Let me tell you, you know, if I could pay money, like if I could pay a $10,000 $10, to be a fly, I would do it just to be a fly on the wall in the hotel room the night they told her she lost a Trump. I, whoever put their credit card down for incidentals in that hotel room, I promise you lost 20 grand. She was breaking lamps and vases and potpourri was flying, I'm sorry, it was flying everywhere. I promise you, it was going crazy.
1: Let me ask you a question. What? Who has uh, the Obamas came out and endorsed?
0: Nobody. There's Nobody. a reason. Well, and, and and not only that, see, Obama hasn't endorsed Biden. Of course, Biden said, well, I don't want I his want endorsement. Him. Okay. Because, see, here's the thing. Obama's become irrelevant, too, in a big way. Now, people could talk about they miss him and la, 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 but he's irrelevant. He's off the scene. Everybody knows because he's got to lay low right now because he's guilty of treason for eavesdropping and spying on a presidential candidate. If we wanted Obama third term, then Biden would have run in 16, but he didn't. Hillary did because she was the heir apparent. It was never any conversation about Biden being the guy. I'm telling you, there's still no real conversation about Biden being the guy. There is not. So it's all about control, folks. Oh, and by the way, there's no such thing when we're talking about Bernie Sanders. There's no such thing as government funded. I'm sick of hearing that word. It's called taxpayer funded. You don't get government funded (laughs) education, income, health care, nothing. Housing. You don't get government funded memorials, parks, statues, museums. You don't get that stuff. You don't get government-funded transportation. You don't get any of that crap. Government welfare. It's not government-funded. It's taxpayer-funded. Put them in office and watch and see what happens. We talked about this on Monday.
2: That's very—that's a very good point.
0: Yes, it is. That's why you watch the Chad Prather Show for the talking points you need. If I was Andrew Wilkow right now, I would say, the arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. We're right. They're wrong. Watch Wilkow. Listen Wilkow. I had a on Blasey taxpayer
2: Pell grant.
0: <laughs> yeah, didn't you though? <laughs> didn't you though? Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, taxpayers a lot of money right now.
0: <laughs> so yeah, here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Brazil's president. This is one of those stupid things yeah. where his homophobic homophobic remarks can harm tourists. Do you see that?
2: That the country must not become a Gay Gay tourism paradise. paradise. I mean, that's
0: where I go.
1: You think about it, though. If you did that, you could really make some money if you capitalized on that and they're trying to reject them.
0: Do you remember whenever they had the Olympics a few years back in Rio de Janeiro? Mm -hmm. They had a hard time finding water that they could actually put the boats in because it was so filthy and full. Like the pools that they were going to swim in were, were contaminated. The whole Brazil's contaminated. It's not where I'm going to go down there looking for some gay sex. You know what I'm saying? But he came out the other day and said, we're having to we're having to amputate penises because people's penises are getting so infected down here. I uh, know. Uh, I mean, but- is your sex life really worth the loss of your penis? I think not. I think not. Careful where you stick it, kids. Um, you sound like a, like a commercial. That's what Public I was trying to do. Is your, penis- trying- is your penis sore? Do You have an itching and burning when you pee. Have you been to Brazil? <laughs> no, but he but that's what he did. So apparently that's homophobic because he said, uh, you're welcome to come here and have sex with a woman.
3: With a woman, You know, when you build your tourism industry on Carnival, though, uh, you're going to have an interesting start. Well,
0: I mean, you know, it's look, it's just like we talked about Coachella with with over a thousand cases of herpes, mm-hmm. you know. Felt cute. Might get herpes later. IDK. Somebody said, Chad, you used to be so clean and respectful, and now you're just dark. I told you people on Monday, quit getting offended by everything. We're going to tell you the real talk because the world's coming at you with real talk. I don't remember when you used to be super clean. I'm super clean. I take a bath. I'm, well, yeah, that why. Twice a week. Aw. Yeah. So, folks, if you're looking for some gay love, don't go to Brazil. Nope. You're not, not welcome. welcome because President Jair Bolsonaro, he said no. Bolsonaro. Uh, speaking of gays. Yeah. I love the gays. Me too. I love everybody. You see where the Brigham Young valedictorian <gasps> decided to come out during his graduation During speech? the speech, right? Yeah. Oh. I got a feeling that no one was really surprised. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Probably. He's
1: probably not the only one. The only yeah. one what?
0: That, that, that goes, to, goes to BYU? Goes well, he, yeah. yeah, he yeah. said, and, you know, I'm not picking on him. I'm proud to be a gay son of God. You know, Your okay. Of, is he um, Mormon? Yeah, yeah. um, Yeah. Um, yeah. Is if you went to Brigham Young? But you, he just do you have to be Greg- Mormon
2: to go to Brigham Young?
0: Pretty much near, yeah.
2: But you have to be. Yeah. That's you. Okay. You're Mormon.
0: He just okay. turned. You that go to Brigham in. Young. You're Mormon.
2: You're Mormon. Oh, I, well, I knew that, but I didn't know if that was you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, there might be a random scholarship football player out there that is not, or somebody but,
2: posing as a Mormon.
0: But they're they're Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> Does that somebody take who identifies other- as a Mormon? What? <laughs> What'd you say? I, y'all were talking at the same time. What?
2: Sorry. Somebody who identifies as a Mormon.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you can identify as Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, right? I don't want to offend our Mormon viewers. Um, I know they're out there. But I mean, I don't know what
1: does that take away from everyone else's graduation experience. Tim doing that there. I mean, I don't know. Kinda... maybe it
2: drew attention to it.
0: I mean, I, I've got friends who've come out on Facebook and friends who have come out, uh, you know, again, I think there is a way to do it. It's not how I would. I mean, Why? why
1: he had the stage i mean why i
0: don't i didn't I, if i give a valedictorian speech i didn't come out and say that hey i'm heterosexual and i just want the world to know it i'm a i'm a heterosexual son of god you know i mean i, I just don't feel the need to do that i mean if, okay that goes back to the whole control thing if i if i just want normalcy then i'm not going to keep putting a neon sign on it if i want normalcy and i want equality then i'm not going to keep pointing at something in order to make it look like it's not normal, right? Like, like, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it. I just piss everybody off. Again, if you want to be, if you want to, uh, you know, look, you're talking about sex. Why, why do we have to build our lives around our sex lives? Right. You know, why do we have to do that? You know, I mean, why, why are we even, why are we even talking about that? You know, the Bible says that the marriage bed is undefiled. The marriage bed. Okay. That means, that means when the door's shut, you and your husband, you and your wife, you're going to do anything you want to do. It's undefiled. It's all clean. Look at Steve over there thinking of like, things. Yeah. He's like, if I could only talk Tony into it. No, <laughs> I'm tell- but it's undefiled. In other words, God smiles on everything that happens in the marriage mm-hmm. bed. Just do that. You'll have a fine life. you know. Well, he and- says, I am not
2: broken. I am loved and important to the plan of our great creator. And
0: I'm he I'm happy for right. him. Yeah, you know I'm I'm happy for him. If that's if that's if that's where he's at, you know, look, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into what the scripture says about gay. I'm not going to get into the scripture said what it says about fornication. Listen, homosexual sin is the same as heterosexual sin according to the Bible. You know, that's the kind of stuff that Phil Robertson got all the hate about because that's what he was basically saying mm-hmm. back a few years ago. I, I mean, you know, fornication is fornication. The Bible says a marriage bed's undefiled. Boom. It also says that, you know, marriage between a man and a woman. But I'm not getting into that, even though I got into it. <laughs> Shut up, Steve. Next. <laughs> here's what here's what really gets me going. I, I'm, I'm doing your job now. I don't want to do your no, job. No. Well, I want to talk about right. them babies. I want to talk about them babies.
2: Yeah. Yes. And I think Steve was going to want to weigh in as well. Are you talking about the professor? hmm Yeah. There's a professor who calls unborn babies legitimate parasites compares them to cancer. I guess that he had put up a a slide in the class uh-huh. that showed how uh unborn babies compare that were parasites and compared
0: them to, to cancer. Yeah. Speaking speaking of parasites, come on in. And Bougie Shawn's looking through the window there oh, at Studio Twenty Two. Come on in, Steve. I mean uh Bougie Shawn, whatever your name is. Hi. Come on in, Boog. Close it all the way, please. We, we were talk- <laughs> look at Steve being bossy <laughs> in Studio That's 22. I... I'm bossy. Close it all Come the way, in late please. to work. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Come on.
0: Hey, Booge. Booge's hey, probably Candace's been here for a couple hours setting open. up. Over hey, there.
2: will you sit in Candace's seat?
0: Yeah, go over there to the uh, Puppet Master's yeah. seat. You can get over there. I love you. Boog. Yeah. Y'all get a look at Boogey. Is he smelling good, Mark? Put the camera on him. He's
4: he's always smelling good with that uh, beard oil he's got going on. I Did you bathe, Boogey?
0: I took a bath again today. He you smells did? like leather. Yeah. All
2: right. Sexy. Hey,
0: we were just talking about gay people. You missed it. Um, <laughs> well, well, well now we've
2: moved on to parasites on to and to unborn, parasites. Babies, unborn babies. Unborn
0: babies are parasites. The slide like a stated cancer.
2: that fetuses are similar to cancers um, in that the fetus, a legitimate parasite, rapidly grows, invades, manipulates the immunity of the mother, and uh, reshapes blood vessels.
0: By definition, yes. Okay, but the difference is if you take a parasite. You know, mistletoe is a parasite. Yes, mistletoe is a parasite. It, it, it attaches itself, so it grows off of trees, feeds off of trees. You cut it off, and then you kiss under it at mm-hmm. Christmas time. So, mistletoe is a, is a good example of um, of a parasite. The thing about a parasite in most cases is the parasite is different biologically or genetically or Whatever you want to word you want to use, it, and it's different from what it is feeding off of. So, a tick, which is a parasite, is not your dog. A leech, which you might get in a swamp somewhere, is not part of you. It's not that your you skin. created. Mistletoe is not part of that oak tree, right? It's that feeding the oak tree off, created, right? Right. It's feeding off of a host, but that's just it. It's not feeding off of a mother. It
1: can't survive without a host.
0: I understand that, but it's biologically different than the host. Okay. You understand? So no, a, a quote unquote fetus, which I don't like the term, a baby in the womb is the same as its mother biologically. And so that's why that's ludicrous. See, that's that's why arguments like this, they sound, th- because, because the definition of a parasite isn't just something um, that feeds off of, you know, para is from the Greek means to come alongside mm-hmm. and, it, and it's something that adjoins to something. Uh, you know the, the in the bible again we're going back to bible study the the help the word helper is used to describe the holy spirit paracletos which one who comes alongside and and assists you para comes alongside and that's what a, a parasite does a parasite comes along and feeds off of you but it's different from you it's it's so there are things <sighs> let me go back to the greek so so there, there, there are a couple of different words for the word "another." So, for instance, Jesus said, "The Holy Spirit, I'm going to send you another helper." And what he said was "heteros." He said, "I'm I'm sending you," which is the word for "another." We get heterosexual from that and all that. He said, "I'm I'm sending you another of the same kind." In other words, I'm sending you another me. It's just not going to have a body. I'm going to come alongside and help you. This is a completely different thing. This This parasite is something that's not like you. So to call a baby a parasite is ridiculous. Yes, it feeds off of you, but there's more to the definition. There's more to mm-hmm. the definition than, than what you would look at um, uh, just because it feeds off of the mother. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, I mean, these people are just idiots. Idiots. This is what's – that's sophomoric. It's wisdom. It's morons parading wisdom is all it is. It's, it's just sophomoric. Well,
2: and this professor has a big
0: audience. He can kiss my fat ass. Whoa. I got a right. big audience too. Mm. That's true. <laughs> Bougie Sean. Mm. And I'm Go telling you, he's wrong.
2: Hey, I want to chat about something else too. Oh, good Lord. And this is one that I feel like we talk about all the time, but it's a very time sensitive because the measles outbreak mm-hmm. is at a 25 year high. Like we haven't had, we haven't seen it this high in 25 years. 704 cases in 22 cities. Yep. 22 states excuse me 22 you? states um 89 of the people um that are affected are not vaccinated and uh most of them or one-third sorry uh are children under the age of five
0: yeah i wish you guys knew how many messages i get a day about vaccination
2: i know i'm sorry to bring this back up because
0: we speak about it oh i don't we care. do i don't care you know people want to talk about how many metals and mercury and fetal cells and everything's in the vaccines? And look, I've told you before, I'm all for you having freedom. I'm all for you having freedom. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for you being able to pick and choose. And I'm all for look, I, I don't I don't think that we need to overvax kids. I don't think so. You know, but things like measles and, and things like this. Come on. I, again, I, you go back and watch Monday's episode. I got an angry white man ranting on it, and I went after it. But keep your messages to yourself.
1: Well, Speaking of messages, um, do you know how many messages I get from people that message you and you didn't respond?
0: Yeah, I know. Jade gets them too. It's like you get them. Jade gets them. My mother probably gets them. Actually, I know my mother gets them. Well, my you, mother. My mother sends them a friend request afterwards like she becomes friends with them on facebook that's how she became friends with me i know my they start sending my mother stuff and
2: well i think that ucla and Mom. cal state los angeles had to quarantine a thousand students and uh professors or admin because of this because of the outbreak you start quarantining and still
0: that many students you start quarantining that many students on a university campus that are staying horned, you're going to wind up with some uh, HPV and herpes outbreaks like so Coachella. Wait, so
4: like Coach- so California is really having a good time with yeah. See measles. This full, circle, full circle:
0: measles, mm-hmm. Coachella,
4: herpes. Yeah, people are not scared of diseases anymore. It's like this let's is let's have something.
0: Well, that's the thing we talked about it on Monday. People talk about, well, I'm vax- my kid's vaccine injured. Like, well, no, they're not. They're, they had a reaction to it. They're not injured. You know, your kid might get measles injured. That's something else. Rubella injured, you know, typhoid injured, polio injured. Uh, But you're not getting peanut butter injured. You're having a peanut butter reaction. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You're putting metals in your body now. You're putting things. Taste your blood. Mm -hmm. F.E., baby. Periodic table of elements. Iron. Well, the CDC continues
2: to say that the vaccine is safe. The problem is measles. The problem is measles. That's the problem. The vaccine is safe. This is from the
3: CDC. Do you think all these kids have access to that vaccine, though? Because you look at some of these locations where these outbreaks are, and it's areas where some of these people don't have medical attention.
0: That or anybody can get a vaccine. Yeah. Anybody can get a vaccine. Anybody can go to a clinic. You can go. You can get a vaccine. The issue is we have thrown our borders open. We've allowed hundreds of thousands of people, millions across our borders, that are that are that are carrying this thing. I mean, it's like it's like bringing in blankets with smallpox and giving it to the Native Americans. I mean, it really is. You're bringing folks in who have never been vaccinated, never had anything. I never wanted to be on this vaccine crusade, but you people have just made me mad enough with all these messages you keep sending me. And I'm telling you, I, I keep I keep my tongue to myself, but I promise you i got enough background. I can can argue what needs to be argued, and I'm not going to come out like that. But I promise you, these people who say, well, you need to educate yourself, I assure you, I assure you, (laughs) we don't want to go down that road, okay? And I'll just leave it at that. Just suffice it to say that Jade is a nurse practitioner, and I'll let her handle all of that stuff. And she can. (laughs) She can. Jade at WatchChad.com. And if you need me to respond to you, send it to Steve at WatchChad.com. Or you can go to Allison with one L at WatchChad.com. And, uh, and make sure you stay up to date on all things going on. By the way, go to WatchChad.com and put your email address on our newsletter. And uh, we're about to start that back up again so you'll know what's going on. <sighs> um,
2: so police have began have begun checking students for knives at some London schools after an increase in stabbings. Imagine that.
1: 'cause they don't have guns. They got to resort to stabbing. But
0: them. I don't think that they would just go around shooting each other if they had guns. I, I think oh. I think it's one of those things.
3: Well, the police don't have guns in London. I was just there.
0: Most don't. Mm. They have billy clubs. The lorries. Is that what they're called in London? The, the Tories, the Tory lories, course. I see. Coppas. I can tell you all about the Greek language, but I can't tell you what they call the cops in the.
3: They sound adorable, as all. <laughs> they
0: do. No, you put them on a horse and they'd be Canadian. They'd be Mounties. <laughs> the police. They'd be Mounties. <laughs> Those are cute. <laughs> what was that cartoon? Mark. The Mounty Mounted With Police, the the Mountie. No, not Bullwinkle. We're getting off track. Hey, kids in London, stop stabbing each other! All right, stop stabbing each other. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What Mm. else? Oh, it's what I want to talk about. Yes, when you thought it was time to get off of the show. No, no, (laughs) no, no, no. You tweeted about this. It's time to talk about real news. Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. These fools. We we have to put a picture up. Oh, yeah. Candace, put the picture up. Oh, boy. Listen. Put a timestamp on it, Mark, so we can tell Candice yeah. to put the picture up. This girl's beautiful.
1: Look at those wrists. Oh, she's, she's gorgeous. Beautiful. Look at those
0: ankles. Look at those wrists. <laughs> those wrists. So, what I tweeted yesterday so, so this is the first, this is a burkini. It's a hijab wearing burkini. And they're featuring this for the, they're making history, Sports mm-hmm. Illustrated, man. They're mm-hmm. they're They're taking female oppression and making it beautiful. That's what they're doing. Who do
1: they think their audience is? Sports uh, Illustrated.
0: Who's. Well, it's like it's like our friend David Webb said on on his radio show. He said, we're just going to keep we're going to go right past that page. We don't care. Now she's a beautiful lady. She yeah, is. So, don't get me wrong. She's a beautiful lady. But look, you the reason Sports Illustrated has the swimsuit issue, and I had the same issue as when uh, they were doing the plus size models on there. It's not the same issue, but like you shouldn't put plus size models on there either. It's Sports Illustrated, okay? Now, unless you're putting curling participants. Or softball players, (laughs) or college softball. (laughs) I was watching some college softball. Them girls, they they can take you out, bro. Trust me. But that's what I'm saying. You're talking about you're you're, you are Sports Illustrated. They're trying to glorify the athletic body. That's why they have their body issues, where they take athletes, they strip them down naked, and they do that artistic kind of deal. And so, you kind of bodies in action. So Sports Illustrated, their swimsuit edition is not. It's it's of course it's a it's a lust industry, you know. It's a lust industry. We get that. But to go out there and try to empower like you're not gonna have a plus size girl running a forty yard dash and winning. I'm sorry, and, and nothing against that. It's just that's not what that's not what that's for. That's not what that thing's for. You know, I don't see any you know, I don't see uh um who's the one I used to love? Um, who sells furniture at rooms to go now?
2: Oh, Sophia Vergara? No! Oh, Cindy Crawford. God,
0: no. She does. Jessie they Palmer. do it together. Cindy Crawford. <laughs> not Cindy Crawford. Oh, um... Kathy so- Ireland. Ka- Kathy Ireland. Oh. Wow. Going way back. That's,
4: you're taking it back to
0: 1970. <laughs> no, no, bro. That's the late 80s, early 90s. Ireland was a fox. She Paulina Portiscova, Elle McPherson. They're, you're not going to see them on, on the 4th of July in a hot dog eating contest, right? You're just not... <laughs>
2: I think... So, th- I, I'm I'm torn with this one because
0: what back you, to bikinis.
2: Well, you it, it, this is a like Playboy, Sports Illustrated, swimsuit. Those are lust based yeah. issues, yeah. magazines, and so this I feel like goes against why they cover up their whole body. Why they would put her in a lust based
4: mm-hmm.
2: issue. Well, I don't some understand guys that.
4: Lust a lot more, though. Well, I'm lusting. I'm lusting right now. Are you she's, lusting she's, after her? She has a pretty. She has a very gorgeous. gorgeous face. Well, she's so gorgeous, and her, her, you can her her see the of her hips.
0: She can't hide that. Okay, but that's she my point. Is, isn't
2: a, the whole idea of being
1: covered? She's laying down. It's
0: a Is that you pose. are?
2: It, it, is to is to be modest? Yeah. This is not. This that is a, modest. This is. She's right.
4: She's on the wrong magazine. I'm seeing her naked. Actually,
2: you've seen her I've seen her naked. She has clothes on, but she's
4: naked to me right now.
2: Oh, you're seeing her naked. Yeah, that's okay. right. Because
4: she look at the way she's laying down on that beach water. But well, mm. let's
0: get back to the logic <laughs> she's behind begging this thing. for it. So, whoa!
4: I didn't say that I can't. I mean, tell she's beautiful. You. She's gorgeous. She is a beautiful
0: okay, okay. girl. Okay, we don't say she's beautiful anymore. We all know she's beautiful, but she's beautiful. <laughs> we we know she's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> so, so the, that's not the point. It's the underlying ideology that that we got to be aware of, because I, first of all, I can't tell you the last Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition I've even seen. I don't. I don't. Can't even. I, like that's. I'm beyond. Uh, it could care less. When I was a kid, yeah. But now it's been a like, minute. Blah, blah. I mean, if you're gonna do that? You can go online. Were you in one of those? Now. I you? mean, who needs to buy a magazine to do that? I mean, I'm just <laughs> saying. I mean, there's. But I'm just. I mean, the, the world's. Why do we even have this smut going on? I mean, the world's going to hell. <laughs> Here's the thing. If she was doing that in Iran, they'd cut her head off. If she was doing that in a Middle Eastern country, which, is, which embraces Sharia law, in that outfit, first of all, that's not a burqa. That is not a hijab. They would cut her head off. Now, we're trying to Americanize and Westernize a culture that is adamantly and diametrically opposed to everything we believe in and find dear. They're trying to make that palatable to us. They're trying to make a religion that at its core is anti-infidel, which is you and me. They want that to be palatable. That's why Hillary Clinton and Obama come out and they talk about Islamophobia and this this extreme stuff against Muslims and all this thing but they won't say the word Christian because they're trying to they're trying to make Islam more palatable to the West. It does it's incoherent. you can't do it. So what I tweeted yesterday I said if she was in if she was uh, in another country, there would be a law in place that would punish her, probably kill her, or stone her but you know the pervert guy in the same religion is would be just fine with his buddies reading that book and that pretty much sums up to all that theology you need to hear is it a, it would it please their god no but they're gonna do it and they do it because anything goes if you're a man in that world pretty much so hmm. it's true So here you got this thing right here. You're trying to westernize this thing that is is not hijabs and burqas are symbols of oppression. I don't care if they're in Sports Illustrated, on the news, or where they are. Did y'all see that Twitter where that midget was beating that woman? That Muslim lady? Mm -mm. Little little black?
4: No. No.
0: Me wearing her out, man. I felt like he was a little black dude. I, I felt like he was the dude from uh, Santa Claus, the Santa Claus, yeah, Oh. <laughs> bad Santa.
4: Or Friday, or bad, Friday, Friday. Yeah, the thing, lawn.
0: Yeah, and uh, he, he was wearing her out, man. I was like, I had to drop kick that guy forty yards. <laughs> but the whole deal was, if she would have gotten up, they were going to kill her, execute her, cut her head off. He was beating her down, man. Nope. I'll show it to you later on.
2: I feel like this Sports Illustrated is also just an opportunity for Sports Illustrated to make more money obviously they were just driving traffic because now we're talking about it it did make the i mean you put another gorgeous 18 year old we've body. seen the picture now
0: no need to buy the magazine it still drives traffic full spread you're there's still googling it i think they yeah, show you're still googling. when you say full spread bougie there's this yeah but it's not the yeah but
4: it's not the spread we're thinking about
0: i ain't never seen a nipple through a hijab <laughs> i mean a burka i ain't never seen a nipple through a burka
3: <laughs> I want to know yeah, when the guys has. editions coming. Don't get mad at huh? me. I don't care. I Who? said, I want to know when the guys edition is coming out. If we're making all these accommodations, Natalie and I might. They have like the to body what, what do
0: you want to do? Oh. Wearing a, a turban and a speedo? They have the <laughs> dress. He wants <laughs> his Mr. Potato That's Head a... into the beach with a big old bush hanging out on both I sides. Know. I think just meant in general. I <laughs> got they, they
4: have the body excited. issue. The I mean, the Aladdin body issue has guys and girls. <laughs> yeah, the body issue has guys too.
0: What do you want? She said,
2: "I like the new Aladdin. He's good. You want Aladdin
0: climbing off a camel with a speedo on? Hey, girl, I don't need it to go that far, but." Figure. You
3: know, Natalie and I could have a. you can see it. Too. It's
0: there. It's out there. Oh, Cheers the gay sites. Which
4: somebody go get me? A is it Young? <laughs> no, we don't want to see you in an outfit party. For I outfit. have made
0: so many people people mad, but I made you think. I make I make people mad, but I make them think. Somebody yesterday was like, "Are you still out there stirring that pot?" And I'm like, "As hard as I can, I'm gonna make you lick the stick." <laughs> yes,
1: man The type I'm unfollowing you again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you unfollowed me last week. Uh, you know, that's the thing. People people love it when I come out hard on things they agree with. They get mad when I come out hard on things they don't agree with. So stick around. I'm going to come out hard on something you don't agree with. Eventually I will. That's why people say, well, I agree with most of what you say. Well, hell, me too. <laughs> you know what, though? I, I, see on, most?
2: I, I see on the comments when they air people say, ooh, I love you, Chad, but I'm not agreeing with this. That's okay. Nobody okay. says, I'm going to unfollow you. Yeah. I mean, why? It's It is okay to have a you know to disagree we don't always agree
0: well and also people have to remember that that i am a comedian i'm a humorist and so i'm going to poke fun at things i'm going to mock things and that's the way it mm-hmm. goes so you know party time mom and that's that's what we do you know that's that's the job description but if you can't poke
2: it, fun I, stay horned
0: i mean it's like yeah i mean <laughs> there's so much crazy stuff i
1: spend a lot of time with you and i don't agree with You all the time, so...
0: Well, you know what? I got a paycheck that says that you better change that ideology. (laughs) I agree with you on payday. (laughs) We're so going to do a skit. We're going to do a sketch for Humor Me. And if you're not getting Humor Me, you got to go to com slash chad. Get it. Sign up. uh, Get everybody that's out there. And uh, we got to do one where I want to do... women today that want to be men and we're going to dress party foul up in a in an old dress like out on the prairie little house on the prairie oh, but you'll only shut up we're gonna see him from behind with the long hair and i'm i'm gonna be you know uh paul landing who's gonna whatever paul what's michael Landon mm-hmm. Paul ingles come up oh. behind him you know you know you women want to be men in the 21st century let me take you back to 1880 where women were more than men. And Steve turns around and boom. <laughs> and here comes nine kids. And here comes like a, like a, uh, and I'm like, oh, look, here comes all the babies, honey. And and, and Steve's in the dress. And then we're going to have like a half black kid that's going to walk past. And I'm going to say, who's this one? And we're going to have bougie Sean over there in overalls digging a, digging something. And he's going to be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> we're gonna make fun of all of us this, this is gonna be great oh yeah we're gonna do it you gotta get that stuff we we do crazy stuff on humor me you just think we tick you off on the podcast humor me man we get funny um uh yeah so anyway tonight's episode of humor me actually we are featuring our experience at blexit with our friends candace owen officer tatum brandon tatum um uh, david harris jr will witt uh, D.C. Drano, all those guys were there, so we had a good time. And uh, get on there. We're going to talk about this black exit from the Democratic plantation and have fun with it. All right, we got to go. I know. We got to go. I love y'all. I love you, Natalie. I love you. Hardy foul. As hard as it is, I do love you. Oh, good. That's Allison, that. you know I love you more than anybody. Puppet Master Mark, sitting in for Can DC. Bougie Sean, who was late, but still he was here. The Chad Prather The Show. Go to where podcasts are offered, download it, and let's blow the world up with crazy ideas like truth. I love y'all. God bless. We'll see you next time. Bye.